My God, what's good? What's up, bro? Welcome to the Buckeye Boom Podcast. I'm Antonio. My name's CT. CT. Uh, so, you know, we got to take some time to introduce ourselves. So we got the idea. We talk enough, you know, crap about college football and about the love of our Ohio State Buckeyes. Every we day. Said we might, yeah. Every we day. We might as well go ahead and do it via podcast and eventually put content out and, you know, interact with the people, man. That's what we do as it is, you know, whether it's talking stuff or whatever it may be. Yep. You know, so uh, before we get started, we just like to let people know we're not beat writers. We're not experts. We don't claim to be insiders or have this. That don't mean we won't have guests. That don't mean that we, you know, hey, things will happen as they happen, as they progress. We know a few people. It is what it is. So um, we want to invite y'all on this journey with us. And, you know. I was going to be fun. Absolutely. We both from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, went to small schools, didn't play college football, didn't even play high school football. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it still. still but same. we love it still. So. Uh, you know, we'll be season ticket holders soon. So whenever Amen. COVID Amen. stops with everything they got going on. And uh, yeah, man. So we want to welcome y'all and, and let's get going, man. So, you know, the season starts oh, man. in less than 24 hours now. Woo. We are less than 24 hours now. Uh, so excited. So it's excited. about that time. I'm excited, man. We've been waiting for this moment, waiting for this opportunity. So here we go, man. So. So, you know, let's just get right to it. What's the crazy predictions for the season this year? Oh, man. I think my craziest one is going to be C.J. Stroud. He's going to be a Heisman finalist. Whoa. Yeah. He's going to be in New York. He's going to be in New York. And and how did you get to that? Because that's a little much for me. How did you get get to that? Because his arm. His arm is just – Okay. His touch and accuracy is just on point. Like, it's like – it's almost – Justin Fields level of accuracy. Yeah. But he has so many weapons to spread so yeah. many yards and stats to touchdowns to that he's he's gonna be the one getting all those touchdowns and stats. So he's gonna be the main one going to uh for the Heisman for Ohio State. Okay, okay. So you said some good things there, and I'm not gonna disagree. Um, so I'm gonna have to rub off on that though, because I'm gonna give you my my crazy prediction. I got a couple uh, uh-oh, of them. Uh-oh. Got a couple of them. We're gonna have two. Thousand yard receivers. Okay, okay, okay. Two yeah, thousand okay. yard receivers and Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Here's my why. Here's my why. Garrett Wilson is probably top two, three best wide receiver in the country right now. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, his playmaking ability, his ability to go get it, and yes. his yards after the catch. Like to me, I feel like he is going to take it to an even greater level. Olave is so silky smooth. Like, since he came from California and he lit Michigan up as a freshman, like, he's just improved each and every single year. His route running is crazy. His hands are amazing. Like, so you look at those two security blankets that he's going to have, and he being C.J. Stroud, Mm -hmm. and I can see see your crazy prediction. Like, he can literally go to them. All the weapons. Which leads me to my next crazy prediction. Because he has those two security blankets, everybody in the country knows it. Yes. Jeremy Ruckert is the first tight end. No. All time no. To have over 30 catches. Uh, 
Uh, we haven't I mean, had a tight end have over 30 catches in like six years, something like that. And whenever that guy did, I'm going to talk to 31 catches. And then aside from that, you got to go back and look like Ben Hartsock. Right. That's the last too. tight end. Yeah. So I know. And here, here's why I say that. Jamie Rucker, crazy hands. Jeremy Rucker, yes. best tight end in the country, more than likely. Could be. Could top be. two, top three. Um, Kevin Wilson was being coy. He said, well, this is definitely not going to be the year where a tight end has over 30 catches. I think Kevin Wilson's being coy. When you look at how we attack Clemson. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. I mean. Tight ends, went, they ate that game. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Jeremy Rucker probably had three catches and two of them were touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. If you look at it, and it's really not that difficult. We play 12 regular season games. Uh, you're talking about what, two and a half catches a game, something like that, maybe? I can see that. I can see that. I can see you getting that because I'm if I'm a defense, I'm taking away Olave, I'm taking away Wilson, and I'm gonna make Mayan Williams, who relatively the country doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. Me oh not me ball no more. Chop not me ball. Chop. Chop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chop. Chop. Who 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 relatively people don't know about. They're gonna stuff the box. Right. That's plenty of opportunities for Jeremy Rucker to get busy. Now, I, I feel you on that, but what about my guy in the slot, JSN? So, <laughs> you know, I was listening to a, another podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to say because we're not fans of uh, one of the guys on there. How you talk. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad representation. <laughs> Bad representation. Anyways, um, he was talking about, you know, with all that attention, JSN can have a day. I definitely agree with that. I think there's going to mm-hmm. be probably four or three day, games this year. Where JSN is going to have a day. Yes. I just don't think it's going to be every week. And the reason why is the Buckeye rotation. Yep. Yeah, yep. I think true, true. they're going to have to get Harrison on the field. They're going to have to get Egbuka on the field. And my guy. Julian Fleming yes. is still coming yes. on. Yes. He's going to be a dog. Yes. yes. So they've got to get him on the field too. So I can really see them really, you know, rotating that position out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I forgot who they said is backing him up. It might be Egbuka. Yes, it is. Yep. It's, 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 I thought you got so. Harrison and filming on the outside backups and then uh yep and Mecca on the inside slot. So back I can up. see them rotating that out a lot. Um I I can see them wanting to keep Garrett Wilson on the field the most. Just because Chris mm-hmm. Olave runs so many go routes, it seems like. Yeah. You know, they run that go route where they gotta come out the game. He gets banged up a lot too. So he, he does get banged up a yeah. lot. Whereas Garrett Wilson, they'll do the end around with him, they'll run him over yeah, the middle with those crossers. They'll every once in a while take a deep ball, but he's not a burner. You know what I mean? So I just feel like he's that one receiver where it's like he, he has to play a lot. So all that being said, that's why I'm that's my prediction, man. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. That might yeah. happen though. I, I mean I, we'll see, man. It's not right. too crazy. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, okay. You ready for this last one? What's this? Uh-oh. I must have been drinking the Ohio State Buckeye juice a little bit too much. <laughs> we have a top 25 defense this year. And now, okay, <laughs> the whole defense? Or <laughs> do you mean the whole now, defense? Here's where I'm struggling. I'm struggling if I'm going to say a top 25 scoring defense or a top 25 total defense overall. Because that's two different things. Yes, it is. It is because it could be the bend, but bend, don't, don't break. break method. Yeah, but or it could be like nineteen when we were absolutely Oh, we were nasty, man. I just keep on like I don't know. You know, maybe it's that Buckeye. 
I don't know what it is, man. Like watching games last year is cool, but it's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, it was you know? a weird year, yeah. Because of the COVID. Yep. Uh, no fans. Season. It was just weird. But going back and looking at that defensive line with it didn't matter really who else was on the line because Chase Young was on that Chase line. Chase Young was insane in 19. I mean, this ridiculous. Insane. Listen, I was going to text you this today. Your man Okuda was locked down island. Yes, he was. I didn't realize it today. I mean, first of all, kudos to Jeff Hathley because he put together uh, missing. amazing schemes, like through and through. But yeah. Okuda, you literally could put him on one side of the field. Yep. And listen, something else is crazy. Damon Arnett was not nearly as, as bad as I thought he was. He really wasn't, man. In Early in the season is when he had some of his struggles. But as the season went on, you got to realize he was usually pulling that second or third best receiver. He was. And he was because good Because they also had Sean Wade in the slot, and people try to make mismatches, and that's when Sean Wade wasn't injured and was playing yeah. really well. So he was covering up that guy. And so then you had Damon Arnett, who will lay some little, you know, every once in a while. Kind of got handsy. Yeah, kind of got yeah, handsy a lot. Yeah, he did get handsy and stuff like that. But he had, you know what he brought to that team? Because nobody in that secondary brought that, like, Okuda's very respectful and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Proctor was still young. Uh, Jordan Fuller was super intelligent and stuff like he's, that. Yep, captain. Uh, Sean Wade, he's quiet by nature. Arnett brought that oh, swag and that dog. That he don't talk to you. He talks you remember they talk. talked in training camp about him getting into it with Jalen Harris. Yep, he sure he swung on him. That's just what he is. <laughs> they talk that talk. Arnett is a Florida boy through and through. All the way, all the way. And so, but he brought that swagger with him, like it. And so, it, it you know it combined really well with that secondary. So, mm-hmm. fast forward that to this year. Why do I think we have a top twenty-five defense? Because I look back at that two thousand nineteen. Let's start what we're talking about. We don't have a Chase Young the line, but the whole line is crazy. But the whole line as a whole might be better. Yeah, uh, yeah as a whole, yeah, yep. it really that. might be better. Now, our linebacking core was not good in two thousand nineteen. No, it wasn't. Malik Harrison was solid. Columbus's own. Columbus's own Walnut Ridge, right? Yep. Yeah. So he was solid, but and and that and listen, man, I, not to piss off Buckeye Nation. Some people love him. Tough Borland's gone now, so he's not going to be guarding anybody in the slot taking off. Oh man. You know what I mean? So, listen, man, like, how much worse can our linebacking core get? I'm they nervous can. about our linebacking core. Be clear. How much worse can they be than what they've been? I mean, I'm looking forward to the bullet this year. I think it's going to be real this year. I can agree with that. The bullet's going to be real this year. And who do we think starts at the bullet position this year? Do I don't want to get too ahead of, too far ahead, but my guy, I got him, I got him in my notes. Craig Young, I got him in the notes. You think he starts the season? Hey, you know, I'm for it. I keep saying that. Yes. I just don't know if – I don't know if he's ready. I, then again, I don't know what would make uh, the other guy ready either. Um, What's his name? Oh, my goodness, I forgot Hickman. his name. Huh? Hickman? In the not, Hickman not Hickman. It's the other guy. I forgot they were just Oh, Eichenberg? Tell me no, Eichenberg. it's another guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, Lightskin kid. Oh, uh, Simon. Cody Simon. Cody Simon. Like, I don't know what would make Cody Simon ready versus Craig Young because they both right. have the same amount of playing time stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to be Craig Young. But yeah. I just love his athleticism. I, faster. Yeah. I, I do too. I do too. I love his athleticism. 
I love all that. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, again, the linebacking court can't get worse. No. The defensive line will be overall better. Josh yeah, Proctor. This is, this be, is the listen, key listen, part. Let's start, let's start at the top here. Let's start at the top. Okay. <laughs> Josh Proctor, um, he's got to be better than he was last year. He'll be more of a natural mm-hmm. position this year. From what they what what he what he knew before in 2019, from what he was repping before, okay. So now let's look at the cornerback situation. Um, it's the big ifs, the big ifs. And that gets that gets tricky. But our cornerbacks were not good last year. No, no, they weren't. Is this a situation where experience makes things better? Oh man, I think for Seven Bakes, yes, but for Cam Brown, he we, was the jury's still right. out. We don't know. He didn't play because he got hurt last year. That's true. We don't know. And may- maybe Marcus Williamson plays better with experience, maybe. Uh, but I don't know about that one for real. I want to see Cam Martinez. That's, that's all I want to see in there. That's You're not- really on the Cam I'm Martinez bro. train. I, think, I, yes. I don't I don't understand that one. He's like, an athlete. He is, but he's about 5'10 and a half. But he's so quick. So that means he can jump in front of those slant passes, get pick sixes all the through, always through the house. I can, maybe I can see it happening. Or, or a coordinator gets smart and they run a slant on them and they fade that back. Yeah, they fade it back. He's too and short then, to start that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, I'm not a offensive coordinator, so maybe uh, they may not have time enough time to throw the fade. I don't know. Right. Because your boy know, in the back, Fryer could, you know, if he's if he's on his P's and Q's. That's true. That's true. And so then another thing I was going back on, I'm not going to touch too much on it because it's a really tricky situation and we're not going down that path. But if you look at it, man, Amir Reap had a heck of a 2019 close of the season. He, he did really well. did. He, he did well. Versus Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, the Big Ten championship game. Not versus Clemson, though. No, no, not versus Clemson. I stopped right there. <laughs> I stopped right there. But those two games, he played pretty well. He did. He did for, he yeah, played he pretty did. well. So it's like, you know, that hurt our depth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philip, the Phillips, Clark Phillips or whatever. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. Where'd he go to Utah or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he did. He went to Utah. That was a big that, miss. That hurt a little bit. Yeah. And there was another corner situation. I can't remember what it was, but, you know, and Tyree Johnson was a miss who was playing for oh, Nebraska. man. I didn't even realize that's where he trained. That's where he went. He did. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did. He did. He did. I forgot about yeah. that. They went to Nebraska. Did he play? I don't know. I don't even remember seeing him. I don't know. Uh, I was listening to Cleveland.com. They were talking about how just because you transfer from a big school or bigger program to a smaller one doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to be a battle situation. So, but I don't know. Wasn't he like a former five-star? Yep, from Florida. Yeah, that's same, what I Same school as um, Sean Wade, Jacksonville, yeah, right, Trinity right, Christian. Right. And what's crazy, like I remember, was it him that caught the block punt out of the air and scored? That was your boy Seven Banks versus Michigan. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Took it to the so house. he really hasn't had any highlights in his entire career. No, he exactly. That's the problem. It's interesting. Sometimes it just doesn't click, man. Yeah, five star kid though had all the talent. But I think they yeah. had him. They had him out of place. He should have been playing safety the whole time instead of playing. I agree corner. with that. I agree with that. He's very long, very athletic, but not fast enough to be a corner. I agree with that. He's been a safety probably. I agree with that. Um, so you've kind of you know hinted your hand at this a little bit. Who's your offensive player of the year? Uh, of, of the year for, for the Buckeyes? Of the year. Of the year. Oh, it's, you know, it's Trout. QB. QB1, my boy, number seven. He's going to be on the play of the year. Garrett, Garrett Wilson for me. And it's just because Ohio State's going to use him in different ways. Like, I remember I was watching the Penn State 
game. Mm-hmm. And they did really, that in the round. I do, yeah. Open the right. door a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be more things. I mean, I don't know if he's still gonna be returning punts this year, but if he does, I think he brings one back to the house. He finally. Can. I mean, I don't know the last I hope time so. right. I can remember the last or kick return that went to the touchdown. Is that Philly Brown? I don't know. No, I was Jalen Marshall. Jalen Marshall, yes, he did do one. That's the last time I seen him. Middletown, right down the street. Shout out. That's the last time I seen him, man. So I, I don't know, man. That's where I'm going with. Now, that being said, for against your Minnesota Golden Gophers in less than 24 hours, mm-hmm. who is your player of the game? All right. Offensively. Offensively, it's it's Stroud. I'm going with Stroud. Offensive player of the game. <laughs> Bro, it's gonna be Stroud's year. I'm telling you, man. It's gonna be Stroud's year. He's gonna prove it the game one. Game one, he's going to approve it. Okay. I think he's going to – because, well, Minnesota's defense looked kind of bad last year. They weren't – Yeah, they're talking about that. They were experienced, but they looked bad. So, I think Stroud is going to be able to – Now, before you say what you're about to say, you know, they bring back seven starters. Yeah. They got a transfer on the defensive line from Clemson. And then, I mean, it's Abilene Christian, but they got a three-year starter at linebacker from Abilene Christian. So you're looking at nine experienced guys out of That's 11. nice. That's nice. But Ohio in. State has ridiculous weapons. I mean, like, everywhere, you, every rotation is an, another weapon coming in. So but if it's Mayan Williams, Trey Henderson, even Master Teague is going to be able to gash them down the middle, I think. Yeah. And then you got your guys in the slot and on the outside. It's going to be so much love spread around with from Stroud. It's going to be beautiful. So you're going to see Jay Stroud. Okay. I'm struggling here, man. I'm struggling. So I want to go with player of the game being like a Mayan Williams. But my issue is it's going to be running back by committee. Mm -hmm. It just absolutely is. They're not going to just brush match. Too many many backs back. Travion's going to get some touches. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to go there. Uh, I think it would be easy to go with the C.J. Stroud, but I think C.J. Stroud has a game like one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, one interception. One interception? Oh, yeah, and I feel like we'll we'll score a defensive touchdown. I think we'll get two running touchdowns from our running back. So, like, I I don't – so that's why I'm struggling here. Um, So when I go player of the game (sighs) – Man, I, I, I low-key want to go with a Thayer Mumford or a Paris Johnson Jr. Like, the line just dominate. I could see that because they dominate. They probably will. Well, yeah, they will. Because I heard Minnesota's not gonna, probably good up the middle uh, stopping the run. Yeah. So, I could see that yeah. definitely. And they're both so, playing guard. Yeah, so. That's kind of reason. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. They're both playing guard. So, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm, I'm leaning towards that. Somebody on offense, right. it's hard to, you know. So that's what I'm gonna lean with. Um, all right, give me your defensive player right. of the year. Now, now, oh, of the year? Oh man, oh, yeah, of, of the year. year, of the year. Oh, this is, mm, this is tight for me, real tight. It's, man, it's, it's in tough. between my guy Zach Harrison or Tyreek Smith. Okay, I think both of them guys are gonna have years because they're gonna be hearing all the sounds about all the noise about. JTT and Jack mm-hmm. Sawyer. So and they're like, okay, yeah, they're good. They're coming. But watch us. We we're here that's now. Fair. We're here that's now. Fair. So between those two guys, that's what I'm going with for 
player of the year so, on defense. Real quick, man, just thinking about it. When's the last time we've had two like bookend defensive ends? Whew. It was supposed to be our Nick boy is. Nick Bosa and, and Chase, Chase Young. Young. Right. And Nick got hurt. This is the first time. Insane. Yeah. It's the first time in a while that we've had this opportunity to really see what it is. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm kind of in between two players. Like, I don't know. I really must have been drinking some Buckeye juice this morning or something. <laughs> but Tyreek Smith is one of them. Yep. But my guy from Oklahoma, Josh Proctor, I think he can really, really hold on, hold on, hold on. Right his wrongs from last year. So you're so you're saying Proctor is gonna have a Malik Hooker X season? I absolutely am. Oh wow. I absolutely Malik am. Hooker had the best season I've ever seen from a safety at Ohio State. Literally. I, be clear. I'm not talking about of the Big Ten. I'm talking about of our team. Right. I, yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh Malik Hooker had the best. I agree with that. Like, just he was incredible. Incredible that year. I just think that Josh Proctor finally puts it all together. He's he's shown so many signs, man. Mm-hmm. He really has. Like, I love Jordan Fuller too, but I mean, I just really think he has a Jordan Fuller type of year. So you're saying he's gonna be consistent and not always going for the big plays or always big play and not being consistent. Which way and is that's he, what he struggles in? with? Yeah, that's which way he's leaning with. I think he does less of going for the big play and is more solid. Okay. And in doing that, he's in the right spot a lot more often. That's key. And that helps him. Yes. So, who's your defense player of the game? Oh, okay. Now, follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow okay. me. All right. So, you and, know. We and, went- and, people, I promise we did not go over these questions and answers beforehand. So, if our answer happens to be the same, it is what it is. Go ahead. Right. All right, so we went to the 2018 game, right? Okay, we did. Remember, I remember in the first half it was kind of tight. Yes, they because they were uh, moving the ball by running and by hitting those quick slants and RPOs. Remember that? Yeah. And we I, were, remember and, that. I remember, I remember being, being in the stands upset, like, bro, will somebody get in the middle and stop that. those slants? It was ridiculous. I remember that. So, their best receiver might be out, uh, Chris Ottoman Bell. I did hear that. But they have – I checked on their roster. They have um, nine four-star players, right? On their really? Whole team. Yeah, that's it. On the whole team? On the whole team. Other than say the receiving role? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. On the whole okay. team. Okay. But of those nine players that are four-stars, two of them are receivers, though. Okay. So they got some good young receivers and Dylan Wright and Daniel Jackson. So I think they're going to try to use them a lot in those stints and RPOs as, as they did in 18. But the guy that's going to stop them – he said, Stop. tomorrow night, he's gonna oh be. To, he's gonna. He's you gonna help. He's gonna you help in the say. run game. You better not say. He's that. gonna help stop those slants. Craig Young, the bullet is oh, in effect. Whoa. The bullet is in effect tomorrow night. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. So I've got to go with consistency here. Mm-hmm. I've got to go with uh, momentum, um, and I got to go with physicality. So for me, Doctor. <laughs> No, no. Uh-huh. I'm going Haskell Garrett. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I like I think that. Haskell Garrett has himself a game, kind of mm-hmm. picks up where he was leaving off. And, you know, he really stuffs things up in the middle. And our ends are able to go wild and do what they do. All right. I feel that, that one. That, that's what I've got, you know. Um, so before we get back to our uh, Minnesota Ohio State talk, let's take a couple looks around the country. 
Got some big games coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep it mm-hmm. in the big, big Ten real quick. Some really good matchups. Oh, yeah. So you got Penn State, Wisconsin. That's a good one. Got, who you oh, got? Man. Oh, man. I want to say Penn State. I want to see Penn State, like, be better than what they were last year. They were really garbage. But it's going to be a fun matchup because we got Graham Mertz. He might be a up-and-coming star in the Big Ten. He might. But, he might. Listen, man, I know we try to recruit him. Right. A little bit because we missed out on a couple mm-hmm. guys. But I'm going I'm going with Penn State. I think they're going to pull through. I think they're, they're going to have a big year this year. Okay. Um, next one. Oh, by the way, I'm going with Penn State as well. Um, Indiana and Iowa. Yeah, fun, another fun matchup. Oh, man. I really don't like Iowa at all. Like in, in I hate thing. them. So it's, it's, it's always hard for me to pick Iowa in anything. I hate them. But I think they're a better squad in Indiana. I think Indiana is going to be living off their hype they had last year. That's fair. And they're feeling themselves a little bit. So I think I'm, I'm going to go with Iowa. I think I was going to win that game. It's going to be real tight, though. I mean, it's, it, it go either way. It's going to be real tight. Yeah. Um, let's go to um, – I mean, it's pretty much a given, but we'll, we'll do it anyway. Miami, Alabama, who you got? Oh, man. Okay. So now, oh if, if the Eric King is going to be in the Heisman race, okay, one shot. Let's see where you're going. This, with this is one. his one shot to Let's see where you're get going with this his one. name in there. Let's see where you're going with this one. So what are you and saying? And Bryce Young will have his first start. Let's see what you're saying. In the bright lights. Let's see what you're saying. Mm, but you're not going against Nick Saban. Nick Saban's going to shut Derrick King down. Miami's going to lose lose big. (laughs) (laughs) There will be no Heisman run for Derrick King. It ends. It ends this weekend. Okay, we we got two more on the national scene. Notre Dame and Florida State. Um, Notre Dame, but it's going to be closer than people think. I agree with that. I agree with that one. Uh, Marquee game of the weekend. I think I know where you're going with this one. Clemson Tigers, Georgia Bulldogs. Before you answer... Mm-hmm. Cleveland.com or somebody else pointed this out. Kirby Smart has 19 five stars. Yes, it's, right now. I looked on 274sports.com. Um, I think Georgia and Alabama are like right at the top of like all talented teams in the whole nation. It's insane. Like they're the only two teams that have over a thousand points for uh, It's ridiculous. So, and it's a shame that Kirby Smart is going to lose this game with all those five stars. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, it should be a shame. Man, Kirby's smart. It's still not smart. Where is the game at? <laughs> oh, is it? I don't. I'm not sure where it's at. It's not neutral field, is it? I thought it was, but I, I can't remember actually. Oh man, I gotta see this. Let now. me see. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, I, I see a Georgia at Clemson. I don't know if that means that it's you know where it's supposed to be or not. But um, so here's my thing. I do believe Georgia is the most talented team between those two teams. Yes. What I do also believe is that Clemson is going to outcoach them. Yes. I still don't know if Georgia has a passing game. And I that's just, the key. Their receivers are hurt. Like most receivers are hurt right now. It's it's unbelievable, man. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hurt or not hurt. Either they don't have the quarterback play. Or they don't have the quarterback development. Or, I mean, I just don't understand how they don't. I don't get it, man. I don't right. get it. Uh, that being said, Georgia beats them by three points. What? Oh, my goodness. Kirby Smart. Hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 I don't, don't want to get too far ahead. So if 
if Georgia beats Clemson. Here we go. We're going down it now. Do you? Are you saying Clemson misses the playoffs? We'll see. Because mm, that's tight. Because that's tight. You know, you know my outlandish playoff pick. Right. My, just for everybody know, Cincinnati is my sleeper yeah. playoff pick. <laughs> they go undefeated. They're going to take Clemson's playoff spot. Man. Man. That's tough. That's a tough one. I, 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 Listen, man. I've got Georgia. They're winning by three, and that's my pick right there. So we'll see. Um, and then lastly, the Ohio State Buckeyes and Minnesota Golden Gophers. Oh, yeah. What's your yeah. prediction? I've changed my score uh, probably about seven to eight times. I looked at the spread. The spread mm-hmm. is still at 14. Still at 14. Has not moved. So that being said, I don't know the over-under, but – yeah, I don't know if that is either, but um, yeah, spreads 14. I think, you know, Vegas is always right. I don't understand how, but. Always. I mean, I think it's, it's going to be around there, 42, 28 Buckeyes. That's what I'm going mm. with. So here's the thing. I love your 28 because I think Minnesota and they're going to do that ball control game. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best way for them. Their line is huge. They've got the most experience in college line. Ball. Yes. Like, and so that to me makes me nervous. But that being said, all that ball control is going to run them out of time a little bit. And they're going to feel nervous when Ohio State hits the big plays. Exactly. That's what, quick that's what Ohio State has, that big playmaking ability, and it makes it tough for them. Yes. Uh, so all that being said, though, I still don't have Ohio State covering. I don't trust wow. I don't trust CJ yet. Not fully. This is a listen, man, it's a big situation. He hasn't started a game in some years. You're right. He hasn't, and he's mm-hmm. opening up That's on the true. road. You know how nuts is gonna be up there in Minnesota first Man's time. Finally back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, be, it's a night game, too. It's gonna be so, hype. So I'm going 34 to 24. Um, I think I wanted to say we get to 37. But that means one of our kickers makes three field goals. And based off of us having to bring in a whole another kicker yeah. and put him on scholarship, somebody's not confident. <laughs> somebody's not confident in our special teams unit right now. Right. So I do think we're able to make a field goal. I do think we missed two field goals as well. Because <laughs> no, seriously. So the game really oh my look, goodness. The game Ugly. Like, right. you look at 40-24, then at that point, like we've covered, and that's more realistic. 40 to 24. Mm-hmm. But we're going to miss two field goals. So uh, I think we pull away at the end. And, yeah, 34-24 is what we win by, man. I, that, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't. I think the Buckeyes are going to – Stroud's not going to okay. let us be down by, like – Okay. Back. It's, not, it's, it's not coming down to the kickers. It's not coming okay. down to the kickers at okay. all. <laughs> so, so last thing I got for you, is there any point of this game where you're going to be nervous? Any point of this game? Um, well, last time we played Minnesota, there were some. It was seventeen fourteen at half. It was kind of like it was getting mm-hmm. tight. Now, but, that was also a different. I don't. I'm be honest with you, man. And I, I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this because again, that Buckeye juice. Uh, Bama. I was never nervous. I knew we didn't have a chance. Right. I know. He's it, like, I wasn't even that mad. I'm like, uh, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's only been one game under Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. But I've been nervous. And that was Clemson, not this past year, the year 19, before. yeah. And 
aside from that, I have not been nervous about even in the game when it's close or anything. I've been frustrated, but right. that was because of whatever it may be. But I have not been nervous or worried about it at Dang, all. I agree. And I don't know if it's just because of the play calling. I don't know if it's the decision making. I don't know. The, the, well, the talent too, which yeah. is crazy because Urban Meyer was bringing in talent. So this is you, the fact that we're going that. to a whole nother level. Like, yeah. oh, and you know what, man? I I really and I'm changing subject, changing gears. Um, so I'm gonna let you answer. At what point in the game will you be nervous? Oh, I um, I don't think I will be. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna. I think I think first quarter I'm like, okay, this is a little annoying. I think second quarter, I'm going to be texting you like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I think halftime, I'm going to calm down the first possession at the third quarter because Ryan Day is amazing out of, out of halftime with his offense. Uh, I think I'm going to be like, all right, okay, settle in. I feel you. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But the way they talk about C.J. Stroud is that he's just a, a cool, calm leader. We'll see. And I, I, I feel he's going to lead. He's going to be a good leader for the Buckeyes. So we'll I'm, I'm going to be nervous. I think, I think it's going to be all right. We'll see. Um, so the one send-off I'm going to have, listen to uh, Paris Johnson's mom. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, G. Scott Sr. this morning. Uh, and they talked about Ryan Day, what kind of man he is, what kind of person he is, what kind of leader he is, and stuff like that. And I love herbs. But the way Ryan Day goes about his business and how he leads – Got to give it to him. Now, Ryan, they got to win the ring still. Don't get I mean, it twisted. This, it has to be this year or next year. He has to be. It got to be this year or next year. I agree. I, especially yeah. next year. I, I keep on saying next year. But he got to. He has to. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing right now, I don't know, man. I, I like it. Look, now, he's, oh, never had it. To, he's never had to build a, a program up either. That's what Urban Meyer was really talented at doing. Mm-hmm. He came to Ohio State. We went seven and six that year, six and five. And he got us back. Yeah. yeah, so so that's what our Meyer can do. Not in the NFL. <laughs> Definitely not in the NFL. My man's uh, left. We're we gonna see. Right? We're gonna see. I, I'm hoping Irving can pull it through in the in, in, in the league, but yeah, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. We'll put it at that, man. But nah, man. So that wraps up this first edition. We hope y'all go along this journey. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll do a recap show. Uh, after Labor Day, um, maybe a rewatch or whatever. I saw uh, one of the people that I watch, what they're doing is like a, a watch show. So they're going to live stream their YouTube. You know, you can comment along while they're watching the game. We may do that if our schedule permits, man. We'll we'll try it out, figure it out, and go from there. But, man, until next time, go Bucks. Go Bucks.